Guys, Coffee with Coaches, another episode, myself and Dave Menzano again. And today's episode is all things muscle gain related. So we talk about the training required, the intensity of training, our sort of little breakdown of some options of ways to split up a week and um, essentially make sure that you're hitting muscle groups enough to get muscle gain. And as you'll hear, our opinions on that have sort of changed a little bit over maybe from what we started out with to what we're doing now over the course of 15 years or more. Um, and we touch on diet a lot as well. We go into uh, protein requirements, carbohydrates, and even uh, briefly touch on the supplements that uh, we recommend for, for gaining muscle. It is something that uh, we, we'd probably call ourselves experts in. We might not have stood on uh, the Mr. Olympia stage or anything like that, but um, considering where we both started out and where we are now, it's um, yeah, something that we've uh, over time become very good at and have developed some great methods towards uh, gaining muscle and helping our clients gain muscle, guys. So yeah, have a listen. Let us know what you think. Um, get us on social media, um, Instagram, and hit us up with any questions you've got as well, guys. So enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Coffee with Coaches. Myself and Dave Manzano again. Um, this will be dropping with another episode two at the same time for you today. Um, how's things, Dave? Yeah, all good. Thanks, Sam. Good to be back. Yeah, good to be back after a bit of a holiday and a bit of a bug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't Corona, was it? Luckily not. No, no. just uh, just a normal cold, but enough to. Uh, you know what I think is we've been all these months without really being in contact with uh, with anyone. Yeah. And uh, the immune system uh, is taking a break, right? Because yeah. you know you're not really in contact with germs. It's been summer, so spend a lot of time outside. You're not really socializing. And the kids went back to school. My wife, you know, went back to teaching school. And uh, they came back and they had a cold, and then she had a cold, and then of course I got it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. good point though. Like. You know, the immune system needs us to be in contact with other humans, right? Yeah, absolutely. And when we're not in contact with other humans, our immune system will sort of take a bit of a break, like you said. Yeah. Um, yeah, luckily, I mean, I've we've steadily been in touch with people. You know, our lockdown, it was sharp and short and hard at first. But I think, uh, it, you know, we, I think we're hopefully touch wood, not going to get another lockdown. And uh mm. It was, I think, a, quite a good way of handling it. Shut down really hard for like a month or so. And then hopefully we're slowly on the way out of it now. But yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And it does sort of cross over into our industry. I think, uh, to be honest, the health and fitness industry will have a bit of a boom after this because people are really, uh, well, value being outside, value moving, value their health. And uh, I think it'll uh, kick kick some people into gear i mean if somebody told you look, look if you're healthier you have a much better chance of surviving a, a well, virus i mean there we go you know you know i mean listen I, th I think that whatever you think about in life being fit and healthy is always going to be an advantage right it's never yeah. going to hold you back is it no, no. no exactly <laughs> yeah. but you know what i mean I, I don't know your impressions i've um, obviously we're not we're not going to call people out or anything but since uh, you know, since March, April, that I stopped seeing people uh, at the gym or the school, you know, whether, you know the, the, the places that you visit locally, right, uh, yeah. on, on on a daily, weekly basis. So there's people that I haven't seen in months, and I would say that uh, the majority of them uh, have gained weight. Have gained weight? Do you think? Yes, yeah. I, I've seen some people that I haven't seen in 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 you know in a few months, and. You know, if, if you don't see, you know, like even at work, right? If you don't, if you have a client and then the client goes away for two weeks on a holiday, you know, when you see them every day, uh, even if somebody, mm. or it might not be a client, might be even, a, you know, a family member, whatever. Even if that person is gaining a bit of weight or losing it, but if you see them every day, you don't really notice that much. Uh, exactly. But when it's weeks, or in this case, months, I've yeah. seen some people that have gained a lot, a lot of weight. Right? Yeah. And in contrast... I've, a minority have actually lost it. But, I think you're right. You know, Two, they have gone one way or the and, other. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So seen a bit of both. I would say that unfortunately more have have leaned towards uh, gaining, and uh, you know, and some uh, have lost, like me. As uh, I put a post yesterday. On yeah, Instagram. I'll share that. I'll share that picture because eight, eight um, kilograms. Really uh, yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I think we said it at the beginning of the pandemic that it was actually a perfect time to decide to lose weight. I know that it wasn't a great from a movement point of view. But if you literally cannot, you know, get lots of, you know, can't get your convenience foods anymore because the cafe's shut, you can't get your McDonald's because that's shut, takeaways closed or whatever. All of a sudden, if you buy, if you're going into the supermarket and you buy 14,000 calories every week, you know, you've got 2000 calories every day. Yeah. You've got a budget to stick to. I think for me personally, I had a money budget and I was like, oh, so this is my budget at the moment because I'm not earning more money. I'm going to try and live on this amount of this amount, this budget, like whether you're talking calories or, or, or yeah. you know, the, the pound uh, money. Then it was, a, it was a good time to really dial in. What you put in your fridge is the only food you're going to get eaten. Yeah, no, all, no. all of a sudden, you're not going to work. I thought it was a – and I had a few clients do that, actually. Um, I can think of one just off the top of my head. He's uh, he looks great for <laughs> at the back at, at the back end of lockdown. I mean, we did still we got our gyms back a bit earlier than you and stuff. I know, yeah. but um, yes. Anyway, that that sort of uh, aside, we're going to talk about muscle yeah. gain today, right? Yeah, I mean, I need to build a bit of muscle as well because that's one thing actually that I've been monitoring. And uh, yes, it's all good losing weight, but ultimately, you don't want to be losing muscle. Right, you want to yes. be yeah. when people come to us for you know for weight loss, it's fat loss that yeah, we're seeking, right? Loss, yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to be losing muscle, really. Yeah. Um, although saying that, there's always going to be you know, I would love to say to you, Tim, I've lost eight kilos of muscle, of fat, of course. Uh, there's always going to be some you know, there's always going to be a little bit of muscle that you're going to lose when you're going to be in that deficit, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about today is try to preserve and um. You know, because muscle, in a way, really, it is metabolic currency, right? Mm. Uh, you know, what does that mean? Is that the more, and we're not talking about being big bodybuilders here. We're talking about being, you know, healthy with mm. with adequate muscle intake, um, muscle uh, muscle mass. The more muscle you have, it's gonna be you're gonna be more sensitive to insulin, so you're gonna be able to metabolize more of the foods. Uh, in, in your in your muscle instead of fat, uh, you know muscle is is just gonna be uh, a lot more beneficial. God, God forbid that you, that you fall down or you know especially at a more advanced age, you're less likely to uh, you know mm. to fracture bone or you know. So there, there are many many benefits of uh, of having muscle, but it, it does actually you know it will also come with a cost because you do need to keep exercising to maintain the muscle and you need to have enough protein you know, to, 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 yeah. to maintain the muscle yeah. as well. 100%, exactly. Um, yeah, it's true. And I was, uh, you know, of a mindset for a long while, a long, long while, that it was just about, I was like, if I ever, if I lost weight, I was, it was almost like I, I, I was worried it was muscle. I was often worried it was muscle. You yeah. know, I was quite a skinny kid and, you know, I'm quite, you know, I'm not a thick, I'm not a, a big build. Um, so for a long while I was wanting, I was thinking I'll gain, gain weight. I'll just gain muscle. It'll only be muscle. It'll never be fat. And about a year ago when I went on my bit of a yoga journey, which I tell everyone about all the time, um, I realized that it, it, it actually, it was hard to tap into muscle. It was hard to lose muscle. Like it was actually, if I kept training, if I kept doing my yoga, um, and some amount of resistance training and eating enough protein, I wasn't going to just shrink. You know, it wasn't going to disappear. At the end of the day, when if an 80 kilo guy, which is I always refer to myself as 80 kilo, I've not checked for a while, but if, a, if an 80 kilo guy is 20% body fat, 25% body fat, let's say, you've got, you can do cardio without worrying about muscle loss to some degree. You know, you can, you can, um, under, you know, you can eat in a calorie deficit and all that's going to happen is body fat loss. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to lose your, you know, your dead, your biceps aren't going to fall off. You're not going to become weak overnight. That's not going to happen. 
Um, and I think uh, it, it took me a while to get into that mindset. You've seen me when we used to train together and I'd bang a, a bang a protein shake back yeah, as soon yeah, as I finished in case, that, yeah. in case it was going to, you know, because it was the best time and all I this. No, but that's all advertisement, right? That, that, of course. That, 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 those are the type of things that you read in magazines, uh, you know, your... Uh, that, that people that sell those things want people to believe, right? So even we as trainers, we, we, we were led to believe that. Believed it and sold it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm of, 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 of a strong belief that training is the key to, to building and holding on to muscle. Like training is very important. The stimulus of muscle, uh, the, the stimulus of, uh, of, of lifting weights is what's going to build muscle. You could sit on your ass and eat the best perfect diet with enough protein and nothing's going to happen. I'm afraid folks, if all you're doing is a little bit of, uh, a little bit of cardio and maybe a, a Pilates class here and <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, you know? no, you, you get to stimulate. I mean, going back to your point, I think that, uh, if you look at studies in general, uh, if you do some interval training, high intensity interval training, that seems to be more anabolic. So that tends to be more promoting uh, muscle mass compared to just doing like steady state. Mm. Uh, but uh, if you, for example, like yourself, if you've been doing weights, uh, uh, even if it's not been just like bodybuilding style, I know you've done some of that, but you've done kettlebells and other things yeah. in between, right? And then you're gonna have uh, you're gonna drop off the intensity on that, and you're gonna be doing more uh, yoga, which is also body weights. So you are gonna get some stimuli. So yeah, you're not gonna lose your all of your muscle. But if that goes on for long enough, mm. and without lifting, mm. yeah, you know there's gonna be a little bit of of of, of muscle loss there because your, your body's not stimulated. And I've seen that in myself. So I've been saying on this podcast over the course of the summer how I stopped doing deadlifts and squats uh, just for the summer because I wanted to switch. And because I've been doing that training modality for such a long time, <clears throat> I didn't really notice any changes, especially in my thighs for quite a long time because I've been squatting and deadlifting for so many years yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah. Then nothing happened, right? And then all in a sudden, I, I fell in the last month. Now suddenly my, my legs have gone down. Okay. Okay. But because I've trained for so many years, it's taken months and months and months of not doing those movements to actually yeah. start to lose a bit because my yeah. body's body realized, hey, we're not squatting on deadlift anymore. We don't need to carry all this muscle, right? Mm. Because ultimately the body, remember, is, is doesn't know that you're going to the gym because you want to get bigger or you're running because you want to lose weight. It just adapts uh, according to the, you know, to, to, to the environment. The right? situation, yeah. Yeah, so I've been doing a lot more running. I've been running, <clears throat> you know, five times a week even, so because of that reason, I think when you're running up the hills, you don't need to carry all the weight. So it's, mm. it's probably a, a similar. But yesterday I went to the gym for the first time and because uh, I, I want to start back doing a, a bit of building. And um, so I, I, I did three exercises, which is what I intended to do. I, I deadlifted. Uh, I got up to 150, 150 kilos. So I'm not carrying body weight. That is two-time body weight. And uh, I did set of two. And then I went on, on bench press, so 95 kilos, and I did the uh, set to three on that. And then I finished off with some seated rows, uh, 90 kilos, and did like three sets of 10. And that was, for me, a good strength plan, right? So yeah. three main, yeah. three main yeah. lifts, and that is really all you need to, to, to stimulate. And then I do other things in between. I still do, you know, like pull-ups and, uh, and, and dips and things like that just to get some, uh, some volume. Yeah, let's um, let's mention for the <clears throat> for people. Yeah. Uh, what 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 we think is um, well, let's talk about building rather than maintaining because I I mean personally now I'm just going through a phase where I'm happy to maintain muscle, um, and and try and perform well. Like I, I like you know at the minute I'm just trying to get a couple of performance sort of goals, but so I'm not after hitting any sort of massive massive lifts or anything like that, but. Talking about gaining, gaining muscle. If I've got a client that's particularly uh, insistent, or it, it's their goal to to gain a bit of um, a, a bit of lean tissue, I go to a plan that puts them on that makes sure they hit each muscle group uh, two to three times a week. So 
gone are the days where we're back in the day you probably remember. I don't know if you ever did them, but I certainly did where you would do a day of back and biceps yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah, split routine. Um, uh, yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. a very much a split routine. And what I'm talking about is still a split routine. But if you look at the old flex wheeler sort of Arnie splits that was sold in the magazines back in the 90s, yeah. they'd only hit one muscle group, technically mm-hmm. only hit one muscle group once a week. Yeah. Whereas these days I'm hitting, so I'll do a push. Um, so f- for example, guys, if you're, if you, if you want to, without the, without getting a trainer, if you're going to write your own plan down, let's take a, <laughs> let's take a five day, a five day breakdown of a, of a training plan for me. Um, I hit, um, I do a push movement and biceps on a Sunday and this is almost a bit old school, but bear in mind, I'm still doing yoga at the same time. So I'm doing a, a push movement and biceps on a today, which is the first day of the week, day one, push and biceps. The reason being is because push um, as a secondary, uh, secondarily trains the triceps anyway. So you're kind of hitting your triceps. You don't have to put them in yeah. at the same time as your biceps. So you've hit your triceps. You've also hit shoulders because they're pressing muscles. You've also hit chest because they're pressing muscles. And I'll do a bit of isolation work on, on those two muscle groups as well. So maybe some lat raises maybe some chest flies, write that down guys. Um, the second day, day number two, um, I would go to a pulling movement for my, uh, bigger lifts. So the compound movement would be pull and the isolation stuff would be triceps. Uh, the pulling movement is obviously going to train my back, my lats, my traps, my rhomboids. Um, and secondarily is going to hit the biceps and my isolated arm work would be triceps. So now I've done, uh, predominantly push day, a predominantly pull day, but I've also hit biceps and triceps. Middle day of the week, number three, um, I do a leg session. Um, Dave's, Dave trains a lot more legs than me, but well, I'll, put my, I'll put my legs in on, a, um, on, on the middle day of the week, and it'll be pretty, a pretty intense leg workout, maybe somewhere between 16 to 16, 20, 22 sets of bigger lifts so squats lunges hack squat that kind of thing and then i'll do the two the two push and push and pulls again at the end of the week now i'll use different movements and i'll put movements in that do hit my legs so deadlifts go in on a back day often that way i'll hit hamstrings as well anyway so hopefully guys you've got a bit of an idea there of why a trainer does what they do and if you ask them why they do what they do and they haven't got any idea why, if they don't have an answer to that question, ask someone else. <laughs> exactly, ask someone else. Because at the end of the day, I might put a program together for a client and Dave might put a program together for a client that's totally different. But we have our own whys. We have our own reasons why we've done them. And I'm sure we'd, uh, you know, we'd probably uh, agree on the reasons why. If, you've, if your trainer has a why, he's a valid trainer. Um, I could contradict him, but sometimes I contradict myself. It, it's, that's not a, sure. you know, you could, that, you could contradict yourself. That's not a problem. Yeah, but as going back as... to, um, sorry, going back to the split routines from, uh, you know, from the nineties, even those, uh, work well, but studies show that support that they, they do work well, but for, uh, enhanced individuals. So people who are taking, uh, more in a way of anabolic steroids, right? Yeah, which is another subject. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you have somebody who who isn't, then because that way of training, you're doing chest, then you're doing back another day, then you're doing legs another day, and they do sixteen to twenty sets per muscle group, so they're gonna be really really sore um, for you know a couple of days on the muscle group, but they don't train that muscle group again until the following week. Exactly. Whereas like the way I described my, my training yesterday. So if I did, uh, you know, deadlifts, which is a pulling exercise, which works your, your hamstrings predominantly, but also your, you know, your, your lower back. So your rectus spinae, your lats, your biceps, yeah, your abdominals. Uh, and then I'm doing rows, which works the rhomboids to the middle of your, of your back, your biceps. But then the next day I'm coming in, I'm, I'm doing pull-ups and, and, and dips. I'm, my body is still getting stimulus, right? I'm not, so exactly. over the course of the week, I'm hitting my body more times than just doing it, you know, the, the one time. So for Which is the re- who's, and- uh, who's drug free, it's going to be a more stimulus. So it's, it's going to be more, uh, exactly. you know, conducive for, 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 for muscle gain. 
Yeah, and bear in mind that those that, that uh, somebody who is assisted um, with steroids, the main reason a steroid is taken is for recovery, right? Yeah. I mean, they're not there. It, those, those uh, I think, a misconception people might have is that they think that steroids help them lift heavier weights. No, they help them recover from lifting heavy weights and therefore get bigger. It's basically you're constantly, guys, If a, a way of thinking about it, the way, the way that I think about it is, that you're always, uh, there's always protein turnover. So you're always losing muscle, but you're always gaining muscle. And a good program and a good diet plan will make sure that you gain more muscle than you lose. So over time, you gain muscle. Um, a, so if you look at it like a bucket with a hole in it, you're pouring muscle into the top. And if, if not much muscle is falling out of the bottom of the bucket, at the bottom of the hole, you'll gain muscle. Steroids essentially plug that hole full, completely. So they stop any muscle falling out of the bottom of the bucket. And all they're doing is training and recovering and eating, training, recovering and eating. And therefore, that's when we get big. If we, for some reason, could inv invent something like an anabolic steroid, I suppose, that stopped us losing muscle as humans, we'd be much stronger, much bigger um, and much thicker and much more you know, metabolically active, I suppose, in some ways than... Uh, than, than as we are at the moment, it's turnover constantly. And the same applies to fat, but that's, a, again, a different story. Um, so in a, in a week, Dave, what would you, let's just stay on training for, for five more yeah. minutes. Um, in a week, how, how many sets would you hit a muscle group with? So, let, let, so directly, I'm talking. So back, for example. So for, for so, I mean, then again, because uh, the, this is know, to help people set up their own yeah, program. I say it's always good also to to vary the plans, right? So mm. uh, you know, if if you've been doing you know five by five, do, run that for a few weeks and then change it again and do like you know three sets of fifteen and 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 then change it again. So it's always good to vary. But um, so what I would do is generally speaking, one that I like doing is if we split it on a on a three day a week, right? Because ultimately, when you, when you talk to people, uh, generally people, you know, they got jobs, they got, they got commitments. So mm -hmm. doing like a, a six day a week split doesn't really work. And also the, the other problem is we're doing that, that split. Because sometimes I have people coming to me, oh, I said, oh, I want to train five times a week. And I said to them, are you sure you want it this way here? Because what happens is, what happens if you don't come in on a Wednesday? Now you yeah. miss your legs. So do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So three days a week, for example, tends to be a, a good way. And uh, the way that I like to do, I like to do a push, a pull, and a lower body. So what that means, I'll be like you said before. So if I'm doing a push, so let's say, let's say that we want to combine uh, a few different rep schemes and set schemes in the same workout, right? Which is something that I like doing anyway. So let's say we go on a bench press, we do a heavy bench, and and you might run a, a bit like a gym Wendler. You can do like a five three one type yeah, of thing, five, right? Five, you do like a you, you do your warm-up sets, of course, you don't go straight into your heavy sets. And then once you warmed up, you do, let's, let's say, 80% of your one rep max for five reps. Then you put on, uh, let's say, a two and a half or five kilos on each side, so it'd be more like a 90%, and you do three reps. And then you try to go for like a, a one rep max, I did you have a sponsor, mm. and you do one or two reps, right? And that you'd be your, your, your bench. Then yeah, I like to move on to uh, hitting the muscles from from different angles. So you might go into an incline bench with dumbbells even. And this time I'm going to try to get a bit more volume. So 70, 80% of your one rep max or your mm. maximum lift. And I like to do something like a, a four, four sets of eight, one minute rest in between. Then on that, we can, we can move on uh, back into a flat bench for like even just like two sets of flies two sets of 15 or dips if you prefer, something like that. So you, you hit mm -hmm. them on the, the lower part of your chest. And then we move over to shoulders. So like a shoulder press, seated with dumbbells, four sets of uh, eight to 12 reps. You're getting some uh, lateral raises uh, as a bit of a superset as well. Then again, mm -hmm. four sets of uh, 10 to 12 and finish off with some uh, triceps, right? Yeah. So that would be a push day, pull day, then again, begin with a compound. You can do some chin-ups, add some weights if, you, um, if you're strong enough to do 10 uh, with your body weight. So then again, you know, three to five sets, challenging, five reps even, or even uh, a little bit uh, fewer reps if you got some weights, so like three reps even. Then get some volume on that back, so get some pull-downs. So if you, got, if you went on chins, 
and there was a palms in, you change it to pull down, so palms out, and they get some volume, four sets of 12. Yeah. yeah. Then some rows, four sets of 12, 15. Mm. Uh, you can do some bicep curls with that, and that would yeah. be a, a, a back, or you can, or like you said before, even do some deadlifts as, as your first one. As yeah. a compound on that, I like the de- I like deadlifts to warm up the back. Yeah, you can do that. that static sort of uh, contraction. The, uh, one other sort of specific thing that I'd mention on uh, training for muscle muscle uh, building specifically is remember that um, we're after tearing the muscle to pieces, guys. I see this quite a big um, uh, sort of mistake guys make, especially in the gym, is that yes, we want to lift heavy weight. There's a stimulus to that. That's important, but also tearing a muscle down for example biceps and guys hate it when i do this to them is but i slow the rep down you know one second up one second down 15 reps 15 seconds try try uh one second up three seconds down or two seconds up three seconds down and on some other lifts like a, a a bench press for example like a pause at the bottom of two seconds a push up over two seconds and then lowering the weight down slowly. So taking 60 seconds to do 15 reps is what will really rip uh, uh, the the targeted muscle to pieces. I mean, there's been a couple of phases in my training sort of career where I've noticed different, uh, a real change in my body um, and training with uh, learning from a, a couple of gurus, if you want to call them that, that I've respected in the industry for a while. Uh, about four or five years ago, slowed my tempos right down, put a lot of emphasis on joint angles and stuff like that, and really learning about the anatomy of a body, uh, learning why when you take, why when you turn the, 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 the palm up versus down, you'll get a different stimulus in a different area of the yeah. chest if it's a bench press, for example. Play with that, guys, but really take the, the, the simplest thing I'm saying there is is slow the tempos down and see how much harder it makes your lifts. Even if, if you can do a push up, there's a little challenge I give my clients. See if you can make one push up last one minute. So take 30 seconds yeah. to go down. No, 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 but... That's taking it to the extreme, but no, you know no, what? No, but you know what? I, I think like we said earlier on, I think that you can mix it up and of it's, course. it's good to do different sets, different reps. So with that, obviously you're not going to do that with a one rep max. You do it no, with like a, a 30 to 50% of your of your maximum weight and yeah, and you mm. slow it right down. So you can do some fast sets where you're doing like, you know, some speed sets and then you do some sets where you really control it down. And then mm. again, that's all mixing up. So you're giving the, the body more stimulus. I think yeah. that's, that's a good way to, to add some exercises. Uh, the only thing with that, I would say that you probably need a, a spotter or coach with you because I've, I've tried that by myself before on the bench. And uh, let's say I want to do 10 reps. And the first five, I'm doing it. Let's say one, one second up, and then I'm counting one, two, three, four, five <laughs> yeah. down. And then by the time I, you know, by the time I start to get to five, six reps, and I start to suffer those five seconds, now suddenly become yeah. three. Yeah. You know, because yeah. Yeah. As, as you get tired and, and sore, you're going to start counting a lot quicker, right? It's, it's quite a, a humbling experience. You, you, oh, man, you're going to drop your weight big time. Yeah. All of a sudden, if... Um, if uh, yeah, if your weights were in the, if you was bench pressing your eighties or whatever. But um, you know what? Uh, you find that with some ex- exercises, you, you're gonna do that automatically. For example, if I'm doing overhead push-ups, mm. uh, on on the way down, you're gonna be you're gonna be doing that slow anyway. Because if you mm. go too fast, you might, yeah. you know, hit your head on the, against the, yeah. uh, you know, against the floor anyway. Yeah. And. Uh, but say, you know, going back uh, to the routine as well, like for things like deadlift, for example, I don't know you, but I also from experience, I like to personally go heavy on a deadlift if you can, if you don't injure, of course, and for fewer reps. Yes, and exactly. There are certain exercises that you wouldn't use the tempo thing yeah. with. There are certain exercises that you would use a one rep max with. There yeah. are certain for exercises. Example, for squats, yeah, you know, for squats, uh, doing the high reps, a leg press, if you want to do, you know, finishing off the routine that we're just saying, you know, on a leg day, yeah, you do back squats. Then again, you can do that as a heavy five by five. Then you move on to leg press. Mm. So now you can get more volume. You do mm. that, you know, five sets of 15 to 20. Mm. Yeah, you want to slow it down, you can. Um, a, a good way to slow that down also if you go on a split squat single leg then again you're not going to do that very fast anyway right because no, exactly because of the balance and uh, yeah so the yeah. um i mean 
uh, what was I going to get onto there? Just before we start to talk about the nutrition, I think it might be worth saying is, guys, it's a long game with muscle building. Unless you are willing to do a cycle of steroids, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. then it's the long game. It's, uh, if it's you're not beginner, a, then, then maybe, uh, maybe you can exactly. a, you know, a lot uh, Yeah, it'd be nice to go back to the 90s when <laughs> I was just starting this journey. And if I knew what I knew now, it'd be great. Yeah. But, the, yeah. I, you know, I, I looked at myself the other day and I was like, you know what? 20 years of lifting, <laughs> um, it, it's almost like you... I'm like I'm I'm happy that I'm, I'm where I am at the moment, but I it's imperative that you enjoy what you're doing. I enjoy lifting weights, right? Yeah. If I hadn't have enjoyed it, there's no way I would have. If someone had said to the thirty uh, to the sixteen year old me, "Look, when you're thirty six, you're gonna look like this," I'd be like, "What? I'm you know that that's nothing. What I've, I get ten kilos of muscle in yeah, 30, no, no, 20 no. years? Like Same. it's a long, long game." Um, but there's not just the aesthetics. There's not just the muscle mass benefits to it. There's the strength benefits. Yeah, there's the, all the other things that come with it too. So it's important to. Not, but you know, not... uh, going going back to that, you know, knowing now, you know, we you knew, you know, well, knowing back then, what you know now, is sometimes you know w- when you're talking to people, you see how in a coach is actually a good investment because massive. You could train even just somebody say, look, you know, just, just get ten sessions, right? Yeah. If you can train somebody for three months. Yeah. How much stuff you're gonna teach them in three months? Yeah. They would be wasting time talking to the yeah. friends, reading yeah. magazines. I mean, now there's the internet. Back then, it wasn't obviously. No. And uh, and uh, I was listening to um, to Charles Polikin that you know obviously sadly passed away last year, but he was saying um, this is a recent interview they did just before he passed away. That is that something like seventy percent of uh, of the population gets the fitness advice from their friends. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now, when, when you consider the majority of the population not in great shape anyway, it's not going to be. <laughs> so, but anyway, it yeah. It was funny. I like, I, it was funny, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, the, the, you know, exactly. You get any fitness advice from your friends. I mean, and they are. Friends are friend is, right? But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if um, you feel the same way. Obviously, when I'm in a commercial gym now, I actually look at guy, uh, young guys in their teens and 20s and I'm like, they're the ones I want to help the most because I see myself. And if they're making the same mistakes I used to make, and I mean, there's le- less of it now because of the internet and I don't know about back home, but there seems to be a lot of steroid use here in the younger guys. But anyway, that, that's not the point. The point is that when I see younger guys making the same mistakes I did, all I want to do is speak to them for five minutes. I might give them five minutes worth of advice that changes the next 15 years of how they live. That is if they want to listen, because, you know, ultimately, I'll tell you one thing. If they want to listen, exactly. I mean, this is just obviously, you know, a bit of chatter, but we, I mean, I didn't start squatting a little bit later on because it's when you first walk into a gym, uh, squatting, you know, you even just see that the squat rack is intimidating and, and, you know. Yeah. So, but if I would have squatted at at an early age, I'm sure would have made a lot more gains. And you know very well that ultimately, if you want to get stronger, if you want to get bigger, if you want to get, you know, burning fat, doing big compound exercises, such Mm. such as the back squat, such as the deadlift are very, very important and pull-ups, right? But those exercises, they require technique. That's why it's good to have a coach. Mm. And they're hard, right? Mm. It's not harder to do back squats and deadlifts with a decent weight than doing bicep curls. So even to be honest with you, even if these people, because now there's the internet, so they can listen to the, this podcast or other people, and they and they get to know these things. But you also have to do them. Yeah. You know, you have to actually yeah. walk into a gym and do them because it's a lot easier to uh, you know just go in for a gym session, just do uh, you know ten sets of basic curls and go home. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Difference, right? um, shall we get into the nutrition yeah. element of it? I mean, the, the nutrition yeah, element yeah. of it for me is. Um, there's a I think I mean first of all you need to make the distinction of if your sole aim your sole aim is to gain muscle and you don't care about the aesthetics of that muscle you know you don't care about your appearance in a mirror we want calories and we want plenty of protein right we want energy which is what builds muscle but I don't think we're going to necessarily talk about that are we we're going to talk about how to build muscle on healthily in it from in a healthy manner 
um, efficiently, as efficiently as possible, because let's face it, you know, building muscle isn't particularly efficient. It costs a lot of time, it costs a lot of energy, and it costs a lot of money spent on food, yeah. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Um, so I think we should just s- clarify that we're talking about gaining muscle uh, in a in a healthy in a healthy individual, right? We're, we're not talking about uh, becoming world's strongest man here. Yeah, I mean, but you know, j- j- just to so in terms of diets, right? If you so, if you want to lose weight, you go into a hypocaloric diet. So that means you 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 eating fewer calories than you burn, right? Mm. And even for that, because there's still people now that want to lose weight, of course, and at the same time build muscle or maintain muscle, is you want to make sure that if you do that, you eat fewer calories than you burn, and at the same time you having adequate protein intake, which we'll talk about it in a second. And you lift weights because hmm. that's, you know, that's very, very important. Then in contrast to that, you have a hypercaloric diet. So that is you're taking in more calories than you burn. And then again, you're going to have enough protein and you're going to lift weights. And then you have a alkaloid diet, which means you're staying at maintenance, right? Hmm. Then again, it was the same. Make sure you have enough protein and you do exercise. So we spoke about this many times of how many, how much protein you need to have. So when you're looking at the RDAs, those are, um, look to number four, actually, just refresh my memory, 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. Okay. Now, let's, let's remember that the RDAs, they're not for us to thrive on, mm. right? Those are just to... Survive, um, yeah. yeah, to make sure that we don't create deficiencies of malnutrition. So whenever mm. you see that, not only for protein, but for vitamins, for minerals, whatever, that is the minimum. So if you want to be healthy, you want to thrive, especially, you know, exercise and gain muscle, you're going to be eating more than that. So for sedentary individuals, you're looking at 1.2 to 1.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. For active individuals, you're looking at 1.4 to 2 grams per kilogram of body weight, right? Now, if you are um, at a healthy weight, even an exercising, 1.6 to 2.4 looks to be pretty good. With some studies even showing up to three, three and a half grams per kilogram of body weight, okay? Wow. Now, in the other hand, if you were overweight or obese, then we spoke about this in previous podcasts as well, when we said, well, now you want to eat your grams per kilogram of ideal body weight. Of your leaner weight, yeah. Of your weight. So if you're overweight or obese, that might be more towards like 1.2 to 1.5 grams of your actually body weight mm. because you, then you might end up eating, like, like let's say, you know, four or 500 grams of protein. It might be too much anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you get out of hand, yeah. 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 The um, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've looked at some at some at some studies also showing that so three to three point five grams to uh, to minimize uh, fat gain during bulking phases for athletes. So like bodybuilders or strength athletes that do bulk phases to make sure that they don't gain too much in uh, in the way of body fat. Yeah, yeah. they can eat you know three point five grams. Uh, to you know, to to uh, to prevent that, right? And your calorie, the, the calorie <laughs> calorie surplus is minimal, right? Like the calorie surplus that you require, the energy required for um, to to add on tissue is somewhere in the region. I mean, th- this again is debatable because um, if we was if we were robots, you can gain muscle on about two hundred calories of extra uh, extra per day. Yeah. But we're not robots and a calorie is very, uh, what's the word? Like, you know, 200 calories, you could trip over that when you go in the fridge, you know, like it might, yeah. you could you could eat 200 calories extra by mistake. So, and I've been through this myself personally, where I've much preferred to be in a bigger calorie surplus so that I see strength gains, so that I see muscle gains and, and I see size gains and I feel like, oh, I'm getting bigger. This is great. And as a result, I, I feel like I'm being more productive and my program is working. Therefore, 
um, I'll gain muscle, I'll gain muscle, I'll gain muscle. Okay, some of it will be fat. There'll be fat coming on as well as that muscle if I'm in too much of a calorie surplus, but the strength and the muscle is also coming along with it. And then I'll cut, as they call it, you know, not necessarily my Yeah, favorite. I mean, I think that that approach is, is fine for people who are already athletic or... So, because I, I've done this before where I'm at a spot where I'm, I'm borderline, you know, I, I'm not, you know, severely overweight, but I've got a bit, a bit of fat around my waist and I'm thinking oh, I'm going to bulk. <laughs> and then you end up from being, let's say, at a 15, 18% body weight, which would be, you know, which would be okay to, without knowing it, to be well over 20, right? Yeah. Easily done. So I, w- I would say uh, for people is, uh, if you look at a body fat percentage, I, uh, you know, ideally as a man, you don't really want to be too much above 15%, mm. right? So even, even bulking, Dave, would you? What yeah, would you say? I mean, I, I, I think so, because I, th- I think it's very easy to, to, you know, to get to the other side and next thing you know, you, you <laughs> you're you know, fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let, let, I think so, because I've done that many times myself. And, and I'm thinking to myself, how did I let that happen? I, I think, um, I don't even think that, well, I mean, as we know, there's different categories of physique competitions now that there didn't used to be. But um, I don't even think the, the stage competitors do the bulk cut thing quite as much as no, quite as drastically as they that. used to. No, they seem no. to go to a, a much more of a lean bulking phase. And when they cut... Um, again, they'll cut on a on a on a on a, yeah. on a moderate. I think a lot of athletes, even like boxers, like you used to yeah. see boxers before, like you know, people like fat boxers, uh, yeah. you know, Ricky Hatton or Sully used to gain a lot of weight, and then so I, I think that they come to realize that it's not productive because they, they, they have to work so much harder just to get back to the where they were, mm. alone. Uh, mm. And uh, and I think that uh, with physique athletes as well, I think that they that they find that upping and, and, and losing and all that, I think that can be quite hard on the on the metabolism altogether but yeah you know mm. ultimately listen if you're gonna gain some muscle you're gonna be sacrificing your abs so you won't be able to unless you're yeah. really one of those people's really really like our friend david jackson who's really really lean anyway <laughs> so he i don't think he'll ever have the problem but actually no i did see him overweight uh don't know if he listens to this but when he when he had that, that injury he wasn't training for a while but anyway after that he was always lean and uh anyway but um but yeah, so I would say, and I know not everybody uh, measures the, the body fat, but I, I would say no no more than 80, 90%, because after that, after that 90%, 20% for men, you tend to be overweight. Yes. Okay, yeah. women is different. Women, 20, you know, between 25. 24, 28 is, is, yeah. is fine, isn't it really? And, but the way that I would do it, Tim, if you check in your calories, if you want those people that measure the calories, they may be up at like two, 300 a day. Mm. No, not every day increase, but but no. but three hundred yes. above extra... above what you had before, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. see how you go, right? Yeah, and then check it every week. Take a picture, take a measurement, take your weight. If it moves mm. the right direction, keep it as it is. Mm. If you're not getting enough muscle, maybe bump it by another hundred, add yeah. an extra protein shake, or whatever. If you start to see too much flab, then you have to exactly. uh, drop it down. Those but, extra calories should be going to specific areas. You know, if you're yeah. training, if guys in particular, if you're training hard, you'll yeah. be seeing you'll be seeing shoulders and you'll be seeing your chest yeah. get bigger. You you might want to even measure, and that way that when you when you see the scales go up, you know that the weight's going to the right area. And if you see your if you see your jeans getting a bit tighter and your belt having to you know using the yeah. next notch Absolutely. on your belt. The weight's going. The, the weight's lift, going. You gotta lift heavy, guys. I mean, I, I've I've seen. Then again, I don't want to call people out, but I've seen you know people in the gym and, and they're trying to do that, and they do a sort of bench, not even that heavy, and then they talk three four minutes, and then they do a sort of bicep curls, you know. And then the thing they they worked out. Well, they've been to the gym, and then they have to have the shake. They have to have the the, the pre and post workout, whatever, you know. And they stop at McDonald's on the way home because they've been working. Protein out. bar every day because they're not done it. anything. They, they yeah. burn 200, yeah. 200 calories because yeah. those sets were when, but if you're now working hard and you're doing uh, your back squat, you're doing your deadlifts, mm. you're tripping with sweat, you're, you're maxing out, then it's different, right? Now that, because yeah. ultimately you get a producer stimulus. Let's let, I mean, we will start to wrap it up in a second because yeah, we're but, going, but yeah, what yeah, about yeah. cardio, Dave? What do you do with cardio when I know what I'd do with cardio? But, when... Sorry, j- 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 just to touch on that as well. Then, you know, the protein, of course, and, um, that we said uh, for hypertrophy, 
Okay, go on. Um, well, you know, touch on carbs as well, and fat real quick as well. And uh, the, the other thing as well, what to eat, right? There's a lot of people now being following like plant-based diets or vegetarians. So meat, poultry, fish, uh, eggs, those tend to be milk, cheese. Those tend to be the staples of what, you know, strong men, bodybuilders have yeah. been eating in, in the past. And they tend to be superior because they have all the complete amino acid profile. But mm. for people who are following a, a plant-based or vegetarian diet, then things like, uh, so if you're vegetarian, then it's all easy because you can still have eggs, you can still have dairy. So for example, kind of a cup of milk will contain eight grams of, uh, of protein. Um, soy milk will be seven grams of protein per cup. An egg is six grams per egg. Um, a cup of dry beans is 16 grams, so you know, quite high. Actually. It's going to be difficult to hit your protein requirements, yeah. Though, right? But so, you so you gotta be you gotta eat more, right? You're gonna and be very way, focused on it, yeah. Like I said, there's so uh, omnivores don't have that problem because meats and eggs and all that has complete pro protein, but plant based yeah. uh, foods don't, so you need to com combine them together. So, the ones that are missing are lysine in terms of amino acids, mm. methionine, and cysteine. So if you combine, for example, we all heard of like, you know, rice and rice and peas. So if you do, for example, like things like uh, beans and corn or rice and soybeans, then you're going to mm. hit all your essential amino acids, right? Mm. The, the other thing as well, having enough carbohydrates. Now, carbohydrates is a bit of a tricky one. I think that protein is quite clear what we said, you know, two to three grams if, if, you, if you can, uh, but, you know, two grams per kilogram, per kilogram of body weight is definitely enough. You don't have to go a size three. But uh, the carbohydrate is a tricky one, right, Tim? Because that is the one that I think depending on the indiv individual, you do too much carbs, too many carbs, and they might spill over and, and turn into fats. Yeah. On the yeah. other hand, if you don't eat enough carbs, then you might not have enough energy to train. And yeah. you need carbohydrates, you know, also to, to build muscle and have that energy to exercise. So I don't know where you stand with, with carbs, Tim, but... Uh... My, um, my, my go-to when, when I personally have, have done these, um, this kind of phase of wanting to gain, gain some lean tissue, I've gone to a, a, almost like a, um, an intuitive approach and I'll keep carbs around my workout. My, my bulk of, which we've spoke about before on this yeah. podcast, but... I'll put in my meal before I train will be carb, uh, not dominant, but it will be, it will have 50 grams of carbs or so. My carbs, uh, my train, my immediate meal after my training will have carbs in it and maybe in the evening, but that's it. Yeah. So it might, it might be two and it might be 200 grams a day of carbs. Yeah, no, I'm with you with that. I, I'm that's, an eight, also, that's an 80 gram, an 80 kilo man. I, I also promote carbs in exactly that way. So, you know, I run a workout, especially so, uh, and, and good quality, right? We talked, we spoke about that before. What does that mean? Brown rice, uh, sweet potatoes, uh, yams, uh, oats, uh, berries, uh, mm. you know, fruit and vegetables in general, they're, they're all fine. What you consider to be, um, you know, whatever that is going to be slow release and high in fiber. But when you look at studies for that, it's 1.5 grams to two grams uh, per, per pound of body weight. So what does that mean? So we have, we, we have to double that up. So about three to four grams per kilo of body weight, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. And then fats as well. Fats, uh, you know, fats are very, very important. You need fats because if you if you go too low on a fat, then you're not actually uh, synthesizing the hormones that the body needs to, mm. uh, you know, to produce things like testosterone, which are vital for, uh, for muscle building. And um, I would say that, you know, with fat again, I don't really measure that, but you, you need then again your your twenty thirty percent of your of your total calories. Intake, yeah, exactly. So um, you know, then again, good sources, you know, things like. What about supplements, Dave? Without well, let's not um, let's not get too in depth here, but I think um, yeah. supplements is we we've talked a lot about supplements in the past, and we've always mentioned the ones that we'd go to. Um, for me personally, I don't class protein as a supplement. It's something I use to enhance my diet if I need it. Um, uh, creating cr a yeah, go-to sure. in any two, case. Though, no? Sorry? I mean, if you want to go yeah. on supplements for, uh, I think, you know, so 
a protein, so a good way protein uh, would, would be good to have as conveniency, you know, mm. before or after workout even. Creatine, definitely, five grams. There's no need to overload anymore as, as the way, you know, once. Preload, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the only thing, uh, if I remember correctly, don't have it with coffee because coffee can negate the effects. But instead, you want to have creatine with a bit of juice or something like that. Okay. So, to help you uh, absorb it. And then I would say some fish oil and omega and uh, vitamin D. Yeah, all the stuff we've mentioned for yeah. health, right? Yeah. But yeah, creatine definitely, creatine uh, definitely help you uh, to, to lift a bit more and then uh, mm. get a bit more water. And recover away. from it, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, I did throw in cardio there, didn't I? I mean, cardio, yeah. Yeah. guys, I mean, I, I, I'll summarize it really the thing is bear in mind you want that calorie surplus that dave mentioned a few minutes ago of 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 200 to 300 calories all you've got to do is bear in mind is if you are putting in any any amount of cardio and you are your target is still um muscle gain you're going to need the calorie surplus don't get and i've made the mistake and i see it in people all the time of making the mistake of trying to run two goals at the same time that contradict each other you know if it's 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 a mindset that people get into that they need to do their cardio not for everybody but for some people they need to do their cardio that's yeah, it fine. depends where you're starting off right so if exactly. you yeah if you're really lean i mean listen doing some cardio is always important for health right so you don't yeah. want to pe- tell people to stop exercising that way but yeah <laughs> if you are if you if you're young especially and you're lean and you want to you're, you're skinny okay like we started right we didn't have to do a lot of cardio because you want to, you know, just walk to the gym and back and and just lift heavy. Right. Mm. If you're already at a certain age and you carry some weight, then I would jump on the bike at the end or walk and and try and do, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, uh, steady state, or otherwise just uh, do some interval training at the end, you know, do a couple run a couple of sets of Tabata on a bike or rowing machine, whatever. And, uh, if you, if you, if you're lifting weights in any sort of fashion, the way that we used to, that when I was you know training what? with you, your cardio you know, is not going to be an issue, right? Listen, if, I know, I know with, with the virus, it's a bit complicated because you're not supposed to use too much equipment at, at the same yeah. time. But if you had the luxury to train in a PT studio or you have your own, own setup, and uh, going back to the routine we said before, even if you do like a, like a push and pull, so we're not doing a completely um, supersetting, but you do, let's say, a deadlift, from a, from that deadlift, they go into a you know to a chin up, and from that chin up, you go into a bicep curl or you know whatever. Mm. I mean, that's gonna be cardio, right? You have 45, 60 seconds. Yeah. That's as well. I mean, you don't need to rest all that much unless you really want to get stronger. In that case, you need to rest two or three minutes in between. But mm. you know, 45, 60 seconds is plenty. as long as you've rested enough to keep your form on yeah, point absolutely. and your form's still good, then you're good to go, guys. I mean, yeah. I I really. I try and keep rest. I try and keep rests minimal, but I'm I'm I need to have. I need to know that my form is still yeah. good. I'm, and you want to get yeah. You, uh, you also want to get your reps right because if you don't rest yeah. enough, and you can mm. only you scheduled to do twelve reps, you can only get four or five. You're not resting exactly. enough. Right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. All right, I think that's been a, a, yeah. a pretty full episode on muscle gain, guys. So uh, there you have it. Uh, me and Dave will put together. I was thinking maybe we should get a, another guest on, even if it's someone we've already had, like uh, maybe Chris or Alex or yeah, and it's someone we know for another episode and and talk maybe more specifically about a, one topic and really hammer it down with a with a with a guest. So if you and if you've always guys, if you've got any questions, get in touch as as uh, as a as a staple. Um, yes, Dave, good one, mate. Thanks, Tim. Cheers, guys. Yes. Cheers, guys. We will be back in a week or two.